Welcome to the Empowering Health Journeys podcast, the podcast that just might challenge your association between the diagnosis and the prognosis, where you might be inspired to try a new superfood, supplement, or herb. Please understand we do not assess, diagnose, treat, prescribe, or cure. We do encourage you to consider what possibilities today's topic might add to your health and wellness journey. And now, here's your host, Lana Kirtley. So hi, everyone. I'd like to introduce to the podcast today, Denise Cambiotti. I'm looking forward to her sharing her wisdom and her inspiring journey with us. Tell me a little bit about who you are, what you are, and how did you get to this place? Because your business is Muscle Tuners International Inc. Did I get that right? Yes, absolutely. Excellent. So, and tell me about Muscle Tuners, please. Thanks for the invitation to be on your show and uh, the opportunity to share my mission and my heart, my passion, which is about tuning muscles. And people ask me, like just the other day, what do you do? And for the average bear, I just say, I train people to be an electrician for the body. I love that. Because seeing muscle testing or energy testing for some of us is very woohoo, for lack of a better word. So an electrician for the body. Oh, I like that one. It's truly a career path. It's pretty much we're breaking open a new career path for people. It is based on muscle testing or muscle monitoring or muscle response testing or bioenergetic wellness testing. There's so many ways to that are described out there in the world nowadays. And some people will absolutely go, well, I don't need that, do I? The point is, is where I'm at now by training these people to be electricians for the body is ultimately to license them to use our trademark of being a muscle tuner specialist. And people go, well, I've got some muscles that could use tuning. So it's a really great way to market what we do and we aim to train people exceptionally well in the basics because doing the basics really well, miracles can happen. And we would like to whet their appetite to learn more because there's always more. I'm still perpetually learning, which is why I'm really excited to be in this field because it's just fun to learn something more. But the reason I'm here, to get back to your original question, is I used to work as an administrative assistant up in Northern Alberta. And I was picked up in a company van at some ungodly early hour of the morning. And the driver would take a load of us out to an oil field. And I worked in an office as the admin assistant doing my bit in supporting people being able to drive their cars everywhere and heat their homes and do all that stuff. The problem is, is it was an ungodly early hour of the morning and I would curl up and try and get an extra hour sleep. And after a while, I had a crick in my neck and that wasn't comfortable. And I thought, oh, there's a chiropractor in town uh, and I've heard stories about him. And I think sometimes stories are good. It's not really everybody's cup of tea. People said a lot of uncomplimentary things. However, I thought, I've got this crick in my neck. Uh, doctors aren't going to yeah. help me with that. Yep. Right. Got to try something. The thing, 
I think I might need to see a bone doctor. So I go to see this chiropractor. I really called an uncle. I really went to him. I just was like on the mat and going, I think it might not be right to take Tylenol two or three times a day every day. And I've been doing that for about a year and I'm starting to wake up and realize this might not be good for my health long-term. And I had three problems to share and I thought they're right. This guy is, he's crazy (laughs) because I got this pain in my neck and I've got these headaches and my bowels aren't moving properly. And I could hear my mother, I thank you, mom, calling from the (laughs) other side going, you gotta go every day. Are you going every day? Yep. Right? Who else got that yep. message? The little niggly up? angel on one shoulder. And the other going, <clears throat> so I thought, okay, maybe uh, my health isn't so good for that reason. And I was having, uh, before I moved to Northern on uh, Northern Alberta at this point, I had chronic bladder infections that would flare up every month. And just before I moved to Northern Alberta, I ended up in emergency because I needed to go to work and I couldn't, I couldn't move as if you're a woman, it's, it, it's a very uncomfortable situation. And ER was just down the street. I thought, let's get there and see if they can patch me up so I could get to work today. And they gave me a paper cup full of pills. Oh my. I think it was every possible antibiotic in the world. And some of them were almost as big as my entire horse thumb. pills. Oh my goodness. I didn't know they existed they, until I actually had one in my really hand. Do. And I looked at the nurse and the nurse is saying, yeah, you got to swallow it. And I'm going like, seriously, on top of everything else, this, what is this? And so they basically told me it was broad spectrum antibiotics okay. to hit because I'd had chronic infections that was in the history. And they said, we're going to nuke this thing and you'll be fine. Uh-huh. And I wanted this thing nuked. I didn't know the other way. And I had no idea the damage I did to myself that day. So I never had a recurring bladder infection for many months, maybe four or five, right? And then they started creeping back and back on antibiotics. So this is the history I share with the chiropractor thinking he's a bone doctor. He's going to crack my neck and I'm going to walk out of here. And he's going, we don't do that here. And he says, all your problems are related. And I thought to myself, this guy is crazy, right? Because I have one problem is in my head, right? Got a headache. One's my neck. One's my bowels not working. And the other one's my bladder. And he says, they're all connected. The, The very coolest thing is before I saw this chiropractor, his assistant did muscle testing on me. I didn't know she was assessing 14 different muscles for 14 different meridians. And then she recorded it. And in my head, I'm going, traitor, my body, that muscle's not wa- that muscle's not working. That muscle's not working. Wow. Some of them was like, ooh, some of these are working. And I felt very puffed up and woohoo, I'm, sp- I'm strong, yep. right? And the ones that unlocked, which is the better terminology, I viewed them as being weak. And I was really, really upset with that. And the chiropractor assessed these muscles and confirmed what his assistant had discovered. And he says, okay, roll over on your tummy here on this bench. And he cracked my back. Chiropractors are allowed to crack, right? He says, that's it basically. And see how you go and see if you'd like to book another appointment. And I'm going, "Uh, uh, okay. But the cool thing is, but actually before he did that, he assessed all the muscles that previously unlocked. They were all strong. They were so strong. He could have swung like a monkey off my outstretched arm. I just went, 
wow. And in that moment, this is what set everything off. I told myself I was 26 or 27 at the time. This is what I want to do when I grow up. I'd always been asked that question when I was a little girl. And really the way I was brought up was very traditionally, you could be a nurse, you could be a teacher, you could be a secretary. That was basically yep. it. Now, out of curiosity, um, just to provide some timeline, but about what year was this chiropractor mm -hmm. muscle testing? This would have been approximately 1987 or 1988. So that's pretty, pretty revolutionary. No wonder people was calling him a little woohoo, a little weird. Yes, exactly. Because you don't know my current age. So thank you for gauging that. Yes, back in around 1988, he's doing this stuff in a small town, in the middle of nowhere, the only guy doing this kind of work. Absolutely. And nobody understood it. But all I know is my eyes lit up and went, that's what I want to cool do stuff. when I grow up. Oh, and that was that. So that was the launching pad. And then when I left Alberta, I had tears in my eyes. He gave me a hug. He says, connect this guy, you know, this guy in the lower mainland, he'll take care of you. And one day I'm walking past uh, the library back when you were allowed to put things on the board. And it said, learn muscle testing. And it was like the sign and the heavens beaming down and the light went, <laughs> right? And I'm going, I can learn muscle testing. I don't have to be a doctor. I don't have to go to school for four years to learn this. And I fell down the rabbit hole. <laughs> and have you ever climbed out? I, I don't think you've climbed out. That's a great thing. I never want to climb out. I'm over 2,600 hours of butt sitting time. I'm over 10,000 hours of working with clients. I've been doing this since the year 2000 uh, professionally and I started teaching and I saw problems with how people were learning in delivery and I had run into a business partner and so many coincidences there and we decided we were going to train online and we were going to trademark the term muscle tuner and we we're going to focus on doing that really well and getting more people interested in this because the market's limitless it's we thought let's go like our coaches are saying who do you want to focus on we're going, well everybody <laughs> going, no no you got to focus yeah, on no. somebody going, all the focus. business experts say no no you have to find a niche well it's perfect for fitness trainers it's perfect for massage therapists it's perfect for fit, uh, physiotherapists oh. it's perfect for occupational therapists it's perfect for uh reflexologists it's perfect for reiki people it's and and, and it's anybody that wants to work with the energy of the body because every muscle is connected through the meridian system, and that's where the being electrician of the body comes yeah. in, through that electrical signal that runs through the meridian system yeah. to the different organs. So not only are we tuning up muscles, we're helping general health, because every time a muscle's happy, the related organ is Well, happy. and that's um, to provide some context in my journey and why I was so excited to and honored to first of all meet you, Denise. Lots of migraines, history, Advil, Robaxacet. Um, I hate to name prescriptions, but I'm gonna be straight up. I was taking a lot of them. Part of my health journey has inc included lots of chiropractic adjustments, but a girl, a good soul friend of mine happened to find a, new a chiropractor that does muscle testing um, approximately two hours away in a city near me. I started seeing visiting that chiropractor in early 2020 and the first 
visit was like OMG the muscle testing and he goes oh well your stomach to your small intestine orifice is driven up into your guts and or your rib cage and I'm going and he's looking at me do you know when that happened I'm like uh no no freaking idea I know how long I've been dealing with this kind of symptom around it and he goes let's just adjust that and I'm like okay so he adjusted it and I'm like and within a week I'm like OMG. So I I kind of understand the pendulum concept, but to have a chiropractor do that for me was another level. So keep going. Tell me about, so you've learned all of this and your partner. Keep going. I'm so intrigued. Thank you. So I work with professionals, training professionals, and my business partners on the other half of the business where she's working with the consumer, the everyday person who wants to do self-care, manage their vitality, their resilience. And she's just come out with a program called winthepaingame.com, shameless plug there. And it's totally to empower individuals to take care of themselves. And that was her model. So we both learned the same basic when we were introduced to the muscle testing concept. We were both introduced to... um, the the course of the flavor of the month at the time she knew this was for self-care because she was recovering from back surgery at age 20 and after however long of recovering things were not going very well they wanted to go in and do exploratory surgery and I think I heard somewhere in one of our sharings is that they want to explore on the other side that they had operated on and she's going but this is the side you operated on not that side where the pain oh is. So she ended up getting assessed much like I by a nurse in a doctor's office using muscle testing. And they did something called a reactive muscle reset and the pain was gone. <laughs> oh, that's her like surgery. Much like, You've got choices here. Right, just one or two. And when I had my first chiropractic appointment, it was literally the next day my headaches were gone and never came back. I was pooping every single day. And I turned into one of those really irritating people running around going, have you pooped today? Do you know how great you feel? I'm just full of energy and vitality. And it, was, oh, it was a little bit sorry, embarrassing. I could see the guys in the camp or the site you were working at in the oil field being a little bit, okay, that's really woohoo. That's really weird. This is uncomfortable conversation. Can we change topics to a hockey game or something else? <laughs> Well, thankfully, I was uh, insulated in the office in the middle of the oil field. So it was the other admin people for the most part and some of the managers. (laughs) But they're going, you look different. And going, yeah, I know, I'm pooping every day. (laughs) Mommy would be so proud. (laughs) The basics in life, really. It, It comes down to the basics. It's good food, clean water being able to eliminate, being able to sleep. It, they, these are luxuries. If you don't have them, you don't, you don't have It's much. our most valuable people, resource. Our health is our, yes. is our cornerstone. So I'm glad you found me because I like to get up on a soapbox and preach about the luxuries. And right now I'm looking for information about what is it you would hate to lose? Like, why do you want to do, you don't have to be a total fitness nope. bunny. You don't need to be in the gym every day pushing 6,000 pound weights. Is important to you about maintaining enough fitness that you head into old age gracefully? What would it be that you would hate to lose? And I work with seniors who don't want to drink water 
because it makes them get up out of their lazy boy to go to the bathroom too often. And they're having trouble getting out of their lazy boy. So therefore they don't drink water. And because they don't drink water, now they have pain. Now they have all like just a cascade of other issues. So people who don't recognize the luxury of these basic things and treat them as luxuries are, I feel are practically doomed. Oh yeah. Because don't appreciate the water. You don't appreciate good sleep. I just talked to somebody recently said, I wish I'd have known a long time ago how important sleep hygiene was and going to bed at the right time and getting up at the right time and honoring my body and not staying up too late, not like staying up on the computer and getting all that stuff running around in my head before bedtime. I wish I'd have known then what I know now. And this was literally a 10 year journey for the lights went on. And he goes, I'm finally sleeping through the night and waking up feeling fantastic because of basic things that we just don't do because it's convenient to stay up with all the lights and the computers and the devices. And we don't think what it's doing to our health. And um, we're on a great roll today. One of the things is, is that if we can change our health by one degree, if I, if I think about hot water and boiling water, it's a one degree difference. If I can take my health one degree better, how much better will my thrive versus survive mode be? We kind of go, oh, well, that's just part of growing old. And it's like, no, I would challenge that. So So one of the steps to getting there is learning self-testing and start asking yourself, is this good for me? Or is this not good yes. for me? So when, what kind of things, give us examples, me, the listeners, what kind of things can you ask and muscle test yourself on? Because we don't all have the advantage, the luxury, etc., for somebody else to muscle test us based upon communities, based upon, you know, other parties or lack of other parties in our home. What kind of things can I learn to test myself for well for example you're standing in a grocery store and you're choosing between four kinds of apples Mm -hmm. you can actually ask which of the four would be the best for your health because of the four maybe one of them has still pesticide residue wax coating this thing or that thing or whatever but what if even if it's not apples but which of these fruits would nourish me the best right Mm -hmm. now so you could have a choice between a banana, an apple, an orange, and you know raspberries. You can literally start asking your body, what is it that will feed into my energy? And let's say you want the apple and you say, is this going to be good for my energy today? And you get a no. Well, if you're counting calories or time or money, are you going to choose that apple? Or are you going to choose a fruit that you like to eat? is going to raise your vitality. Using self-testing is you can use it for basic things like that. And the sway test is very unobtrusive. So you've talked about the the sway test and in muscle tuners at Muscle Tuners International, we call it the body pendulum. Many people are familiar with the idea of a pendulum that it accesses the um, inner knowingness. Your unconscious mind can give you a hint and this is definitely not used for picking lotto numbers and things like that it will not work don't worry many before you have attempted to go that way way. however if you are asking today right now for my best and highest good 
and you hold the apple in your hands and hopefully kind of near your navel because that's where the source of all nutrition comes into you. That's a handy tip. If you can hold it by your navel and it's like a pendulum. First, you have to say, show me a yes and show me a no and see how your body responds. And if you're standing with your feet just slightly apart and you're standing up and you do your best to clear your mind and just breathe and say, show me what a yes response would look like. Countless people are so amazed that their bodies generally lean a little forward. You move towards things that are good for you for the most part. And you say, wow, that's cool. So then you get yourself back to center. You say, dear unconscious mind or whatever you want to call it, my, my inner guidance, please show me what a no response would look like. And people are amazed that they often start to tip backwards. So what I would encourage our listeners as they're listening right now, so if they're driving, it's not going to work. Sorry. If you're in your kitchen, your bathroom, getting ready, whatever, just quickly stand up. Clear your yep. mind. Breathe. Yep. And then just say, please give me a signal for a yes and wait and see a response. And for some people, it takes five or 10 seconds. So do that now. Notice what you notice. And it, it could, it's not necessarily going to be forward for you. So notice what is your noticing and then say, thank you. So your unconscious mind gets that connection that you valued the input. And then say, now, please show me a no response. And then take that five or 10 seconds to check in, just relax and let your body say, just focus, show me a no response. What's a no response? And notice that. Yes. And then some people will go as far as to say, show me an I don't know. Fair enough. Okay, because sometimes a question, so the gem of this presentation, ask your question that can only be answered with a yes or a no, and ask it in a short phrase that even a five-year-old could understand and respond to. So question clarity at the five-year-old comprehension level. Absolutely, because that's the level your unconscious mind, it works so innocently and naively and simply and we're in a really have you looked at some of the texts you've gotten on your phone lately and do you understand them (laughs) so a lot of people are texting six words but there's really like 14 paragraphs of meaning behind it and in the six words they think they've asked you or told you what was represented by all that stuff in their head So was the message, the communication clear? And so just uh, relating to the texts these days and some of the emails where you go, huh? So keep that in mind when you're talking to your unconscious mind, it has to be one question only, super short. Like, is this apple good for me now? Yes or no? That's pretty clear. Now, another trap that people fall into, is this good for me? Now, an apple is good for you, generally speaking, right? Because it has vitamins, minerals, fiber, all that stuff. But maybe not. Maybe not right now. Or maybe there's something on board that's not good for you, like the pesticides. Okay. Literal meaning. It's very, very, very literal at the unconscious level. So you have to be very, very precise in the questions you ask. And if you're not precise, follow up with two or three other short questions. That's it. So is this apple good for me? Is the supplement I'm holding at the health food store good for me? 
is this mattress I'm thinking of spending $2,000 on good for me after, you know, you lie on it, you roll around, then stand up, do the body pendulum test. It's amazing. Get feedback. I, I do that when I buy a new pair of shoes. And it, I might not ask, is it good for me? But think about that. Is it good for me? And then you can follow up. And this is a, this is a gift. Can I tolerate it? That's a great because some people have allergies and sensitivities and different things. So the, the catch-all phrase is, can I tolerate it? So I love that in terms of the uh, tolerate being a, uh, a clarifying question, question to help yeah, clarify the answer, the, the, the energy behind it. Um, I'm going to step back for just a second. Is there, is there kinesiology behind this? Is there more, what is the, what is the connection of the energies of the question? What, what is behind that, that for some of us needs to feel a little more solid and a little less woohoo in this process? Great question. I've learned systems based out of applied kinesiology. Okay. There are people advertising on the internet that they do applied kinesiology and I'm sorry, I want to reach through the computer sometimes and slap people up the head because they've taken a weekend workshop on muscle testing. And it's because it's not well understood to the members of the public. And so here I'm standing on my soapbox and saying applied kinesiology is something that is performed by doctors with a license to diagnose. So they've gone to school a little bit more than a weekend. They have follow-up tests. So if they find out something with muscle testing, they'll usually uh, follow it up with other challenges and tests that are scientifically based. Blood tests are different, different yes. things, right? The public has gotten used to the word, oh, I went to see a kinesiologist. For a while, we were doing our best to stand apart from the crowd and calling ourselves specialized kinesiologists or energy kinesiologists to better define how we were different than people who are kinesiologists who've gone to university and help you with exercises. In Ontario, it's against the law for people like me to call myself a kinesiologist since 2003. Mm -hmm. And apparently since 2007, I can't even say I do the word kinesiology because it's viewed as it is confusing members of the public. And that's where in Muscle Tuners International, we're approaching people. We have to differentiate ourselves that we don't do that kind of kinesiology. And rightfully so, the people who have gone to school and gotten their kinesiology degree, they're going, well, when you call yourself a specialized kinesiologist or kinesiology practitioner, so you're dancing around not calling yourself, you're still confusing members of the public because they think you've got our training and more. So they're protecting their domain, uh, rightfully so, because they've spent a lot of time and money, fair enough. So in Canada, we've moved to the term bioenergetic wellness facilitator. So we're using that term instead of okay, kinesiology. Fair enough. And in the world, there are different uh, countries also where the kinesiologists who have trained at university are starting to state their claims. So worldwide over a period of time, this, the term kinesiology will change. And I know in Alberta and a lot of Canada, a lot of people just go, hey, I'm going to go see my kinesiologist. And I've been praying to them saying, please don't call me a kinesiologist since 2003. Yeah persist because in their mind they've associated I I talked to somebody at the CRA a couple months ago that's the Canada Revenue Agency and she says so what do you do and I oh she says you do that she says you're one of those kinesiologists and and she says 
uh, you're the ones that do that spiritual healing, right? Uh-oh. Right. So now there's all kinds of intermingling. Yep. And it's one thing when you're in clinic and you're helping people get through a blockage and maybe part of the blockage is on a spiritual level and the practitioner and the client are comfortable in exploring what is it at the soul or spiritual level that's out of balance? Because some people are trained to work with that. That's great. But I was absolutely gobsmacked that somebody at the Canada Revenue Agency kept me on the phone for an additional 45 minutes to talk to me about this. I'm thinking, who's paying your, your who's paying you today for me to, <laughs> to talk about it, right? So I, I was impressed to know she was aware of some of it. I referred her to a colleague in the town where she lived you know, there's going to be another happy body and hopefully a spiritually happy body, a physically happy body, emotionally happy body, because using muscle response testing, and a lot of people don't like the word testing because it switches people off because they had bad experiences in school. But using the modality of accessing information from your innate knowingness, it's priceless. So if I'm using the sway test, um, can I use it to decide on whether this week or this month or just today that possibly a supplement is also right for me? This is a tool you can use in endless creative ways. I read a book recently of a woman that built an empire based on muscle testing ingredients in her formulas. Oh, that's cool. I met somebody with very rudimentary muscle testing training who works miracles she lives in a small town and people will drive for hours to come see her and i was fortunate enough to get to know her and 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 to hear from people that she had helped in immeasurable ways and she was a very religious spiritual person who just said, I'm doing divine work from God. And so she would basically use a lot of verbal questioning in her sessions, along with her rudimentary background and a couple of basic modalities. And she would come up with what's affecting your health right now. And one guy said, he told me I had mold in my walls. She told me I had mold in my walls. I didn't believe it. I went home And I ripped out the walls of my home. She says, it's on the south wall or north wall of your home or whatever. And he said, you wouldn't believe the mold infestation we had there. How did he, how did she know that? Well, she didn't know that, but his body knew it. And she elicited it that the problem with this health right now is caused by not this, not this, not this, not this, not this. Oh, fungus or mold. Right. And then she just, she was purely connected to divine source and asked questions. And I heard countless stories of this woman. And I knew another woman, she, when she retired, she had to leave town because people would drive six hours, come knocking on her door and says, I don't care if you're tired. I've just come to, I, I've just driven six hours. You have to come see me. And she's going, I'm not in the business anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm into taking care of my grandchildren, other things happening in my personal life and my family, and I'm not running a practice wow. anymore. And they're going, but yeah. So this is how good you can get when you work with an open heart. Yeah. You connect to your love to help with others. That you have an objective for what you're trying to do and you don't install your own agenda. Yeah. And... Uh, so that's like your own agenda is like, that's why when you're trying to win the lottery, 
yeah you are definitely yeah that there's an agenda yep. there um so that's why it doesn't yeah, work fair enough so if i were to go to a supplement store and i'm using or i'm back at home um in the supplement mm -hmm. store i used the sway test and it said yes to this one is good for me at this time or however i worded it and i felt confident with the clarity um literalness of my question so I'm judging, I'm now standing in my kitchen. I'm going, hmm, wonder how many of these I need to take. Whether it's drops of a tincture, can I use the sway test to, and will it help me move forward three times or five times for an indication? Uh, how do I know how, how, what my dosage is when it comes to something like a supplement? How is this one going to work for me? And you can ask a question like, is this 100% good for me? You could do something that's that simple and then test the six products and find one that's the highest percentage. Because some of them will be 40%, some of them will be zero, some will be like 85. So how would you so know the difference between the 40 and the 80 and then 100? Would my body benefit from using vitamin okay. C today or this okay. week? And it says yes. And then you're saying, I know there are six I want to test and I'm holding onto this one. Show me what percentage of benefit this one has and say, start at 50. And if you get a sway, yes. So you could say at least 50% benefit, at least 70% oh, okay. benefit, start somewhere. Yep. So let's say you're not getting at least 70% benefit, put it yep. down, check the next one. And then when you get one that's like, 95% benefit, well, then that might be the one that you buy, as long as you can also tolerate. Yeah. Now you say, then it's a daily dosage thing. Okay. Then the questions you say, is the best use of this product to take it once a day? No. Twice a day? No. Three times a day? Yes. Okay, now you know you're taking it three times a day. So then you can ask questions. With food? No. Apart from food? Yes. Oh, so like, Half an hour away from a meal? Yes. Oh, okay. So you just keep refining questions to figure out the most optimum number of doses mm -hmm. per day, the time to take the dose. And then it's a matter of how many capsules or tablets per dose. So then say per dose, one, two, three. And so you could just name it like that. And then as soon as you start moving towards your yes, and when let's say you said three, then it's going to want three. If it says one, you're going to want one. This is fabulous. This is so intriguing. Tell us a little bit as we wrap this up. I tend to ask my guests to bring a guest gift. So tell me more about your guest gift, please. Well, because you gave me a heads up that you might want to talk about muscle testing, sway testing, or what we call pendulum testing. Turns out we have a video that's about three minutes that outlines all the basic important questions you need to have. It's accompanied with a PDF. And if this is something you'd like to explore, then we'll offer you the link to follow up with that and download it and watch it yourself. It is only one of the self-help methods that we offer in a system of self-care and vitality. And even though it's part, it's under the umbrella now of win the pain game, and you don't need to be in pain. It's, this is really meant for people who are wanting vitality and energy. So this, the sway test is only one of the self-testing techniques. Uh, Heather Phillips, my business partner, 
I think when she ran through the program last month with people, I think she ended up sharing five different ways of using self-testing. Oh, perfect. And she hangs, it is the foundation to the whole program because once you can ask questions from your own body, you can start asking what activities are contributing to your discomfort and what activities will help solve the problem. And people are giving us feedback of how wonderful it is that they've had pain for a long time and they're finally conquering. They are winning the pain game. Excellent. Oh, uh, thank you for bringing that gift. That That's that's fabulously valuable for uh, each one of us on our health journey and empowering our health journeys. So with that, Denise, thank you. We'll talk again. I, I'm looking forward to a catch up at some point in time in the future. As we wrap up this episode, then we welcome you to check out the Empowering Health Journeys website, Facebook page, and group. On the site, you will find links for guest goodies, their info, as well as that of our advertisers and sponsors. Please feel free to share and subscribe to this podcast to stay in the information loop. And the five-star rating room review would be appreciated. We hope that you're feeling inspired because empowering health journeys is kind of our jam or salad. <laughs>